Welcome to the Fearless Health Podcast with host Dr. Anne-Marie Barter. Dr. Barter is on a mission to help people achieve their health and wellness goals and help men and women live their best lives fearlessly. Dr. Barter is the founder of Alternative Family Medicine and Chiropractic in Denver and Longmont, Colorado. Kristen, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to have you. So I'm I'm interested to learn about everything that you're doing in your practice. So tell me how you got into aesthetics and the aesthetic business from just straight medical. Uh, so I was a nurse for many years. I worked in a hospital, just like so many of us nurses do, um, for, I can't even probably 11, 12 years. Um, and then I stayed home with, I had babies and stayed home with my kids for a little bit of time. Um, and once I got them through their toddlerhood, I wanted to come back to work. And it just so happened that that kind of time period was when the economy kind of stalled a little bit. They weren't hiring. So I just started looking for other venues where I could use my nursing skills. At that point, I literally had no idea what Botox was. So I started reaching out to medical spas thinking, well, I'm a nurse. I can do something. And uh, the first question that was asked was, can you inject? And I said, of course, I'm a nurse. (laughs) Um, Not knowing that you have to go to special certification courses to learn the art of aesthetic medicine. Um, so I went and studied in Denver, um, with a plastic surgeon that was offering certification courses and, um, uh, did my laser certification course as well through him because I didn't know skin. Uh, you know, so many of us nurses get into this field and we know the body. We know I was a cardiac nurse, right? So I knew the heart, but I knew nothing about skin. So I kind of, yeah. so I, I had to start from the ground up with education Um, just all about um, facial aesthetics and skin. And then, of course, the the injectable portion of it as well. So a lot went into me becoming a nurse injector. Okay. So I want to back up because you said you first learned laser. What is laser for people that don't know? So, well, I learned it. I got my injection, injectable certification, and then I got my laser certifications. So lasers are um, in the aesthetic market used for a variety of different reasons. They use it for laser hair removal, um, for laser facial rejuvenation. Um, So in my field in the med spa where I worked, I did, I worked with the um, IPL and CO2 laser, um, which is basically you do a little laser on your face to help build some collagen or to clean up some pigment. Um, So it's a really nice way to just rejuvenate your skin. Um, so that helped me understand what collagen meant for your body as you aged. Um, so it was just great education for me. Great. And just so people that understand the hyperpigmentation is what you're talking about. So the redness Mm -hmm. on their face that they're experiencing that they don't generally like, is that what you mean when you say reds and Reds and browns. So okay. when we're younger, some people have reds, that kind of red tone or, or that vascularization. Um, but as we age, we also kick out pigment or melanocyte, the cell that creates pigment in our skin. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, as we age, it's damaged through a, a variety of, you know, variety of reasons, mostly sun damage. And so those melanocytes just kind of kick out pigment as we get older and older. So you see you know, if you look at a very elderly person, you're going to see all these brown spots on their face. Um, so 
we now preventatively can treat those browns by kind of lifting that pigment by process of laser treatments or or chemical peel or good good products on your skin. Um, so that's what I mean. That's great. And I wanted to do this uh, this interview on injectables. Um, I've had a couple patients actually come to me and they're pretty young and they asked me about Botox and, Mm -hmm. you know, preventatively doing Botox, but they're not really interested in doing Botox. They wanted to know, they wanted to know, is it safe? Are there side effects of that? Or is there something better that they could do or different? And so that's really why I wanted to bring you on is to explain what is really going on in the injectable market today and what people Mm -hmm. are doing, what's, you know, and, and just, talk about all these things that are concerns for people. So mm-hmm. what do you inject for starters? I inject everything. Okay. <laughs> so there, there are, let's talk, let's talk Botox for a minute. Um, Botox is a neurotoxin, or I like to call it a neuromodulator because neurotoxin is a pretty harsh form or mm-hmm. word really. Um, neuromodulator is a, a product that goes, you inject into the muscle that stops that muscle movement or relaxes it or softens it. Um, so that when you try to frown, you can frown either softer or not at all. Um, there are several different neuromodulators on the market today. Botox is the very first one from many, many years ago. Um, so that's why everybody just says, I'm going to get my Botox, even though they might be using other products. There are four neuromodulators on the market, Botox, Xeomin, Juveau, and Dysport. And I use all four of them. They all have their place. Uh, Juveau is the newest, just FDA approved this year. So it's I'm kind of finding my way with that one. Um, but all of them work beautifully. And all of them are a, they're a protein that literally you inject into the body or into the muscle, like I said, to relax it. Um, they are all formulated a little differently. So no matter what, all of them are very safe. Um, it is They are FDA approved for medical uses, not just aesthetic uses. So if you're treating um, a person for migraines or um, hyperhidrosis, sweating in the, um, under the armpits, there's so many different ways you can treat medically with high doses of Botox. Um, that's FDA approved. And so if, if it was not a safe product, medicine doctors would not be using it. Um, so that's number one. Number two is that we've been using, using these products for many, many years. Um, and each product that we have, there's, there's, um, different caveats to how, how they work. So Botox is the, the standard product that works beautifully for a large percentage of my clients. They love it because it takes care of all their wrinkles. They can get this nice, shiny, soft appearance. Um, it's beautiful. Um, but I feel like it's a little older medication. There's some newer ones to market um, that kind of for some of my clients kind of fit in a little better. Um, so Disport is the second one that came to market. Um, it has a mixture of a couple proteins um, that for some reason, for some time, my clients that are uh, weightlifters or exercisers or men or really thin women, for some reason, it kind of holds on a little bit longer. 
Um, and then we've got two, our two newest ones, Xeomin. Um, uh, it came to market oh, six or seven years ago. And Xeomin has changed my world because it is the purest of all the neuromodulators. Um, the science, scientist who developed it had been studying toxin for a very, very long time. And he, he knows that the extra proteins, accessory proteins, on that um, uh, protein, the molecule that actually does the job of relaxing muscles, um, they didn't do anything. So he, um, the way that Xeomin was developed was to take all the accessory proteins out of the mix. So really you're getting one pure form of protein. Um, and what that means to all of us out there is that we're getting, we're injecting less into our body, right? It's just kind of like drinking purified water versus tap water. You're in, in taking in less. Um, and those, those extra molecules that are in the other neuromodulators develop and uh, tell your antibodies to turn on an immune response, if you will. So you can, you can, for one, you can have an immune response, which is okay. It's not going to harm you in any way. But if you have lots of immune responses throughout the year for various reasons, going to tax your, tax your immune system eventually, right? Um, that's number one. And number two, eventually you can develop antibodies against these products and, and they'll stop working. So that's a beautiful one for my younger generation. It is softer. It does not give you this, this stiff kind of total every wrinkle gone like Botox does. But I think for our newer generation, that's actually perfect. Um, the look, the new thought of what we want our Botox to look like is changing dramatically um, from the old, I don't want anything moving. Whereas you can, you can see me, I'm moving my muscles, I'm frowning, I'm lifting my brows. I do soft, I do a soft dose. Um, so that's, what's beautiful about Xeomin. And then Juveau is brand new to market. It's a pure aesthetic um, neuromodulator and it's softer like Xeomin. So I like those two for my younger generation where we're gonna wanna use it for preventative medicine. Start softening your muscles now. So 10 years from now, you haven't been creasing on your muscles, getting them stronger, developing stronger lines in your skin. So if someone's developed stronger lines, is it harder to inject it? What would be the concern with starting later? Starting later just means I can never make, once you have a static line on your face, I can never make it go away. Okay. I can make you look softer. I can make you look better, but I cannot make a line go away. So you, my best example is if you have ever watched soap operas. I watched them when I was little with my mom <laughs> and I literally every once in a while tune in and the same people are on these all of them are the same and they look the same. So many years ago, I feel like soap opera stars were going over to Europe before it was FDA approved here and getting their Botox done before they created static lines. Um, that makes all the difference in the world. Uh, for me in particular, I'm 54 years old. In two days, I'll be 54. <laughs> well, happy birthday. And, <laughs> thank you. And I really never developed deep static lines like here or in my forehead, my glabellar forehead, because I started this number one soon enough. Um, but also I have the genetics. My mom never wrinkled until she was like 70 years old. Mm -hmm. So I was lucky in that respect. Um, but 
often people don't come to me until they're 40, 41, 42, when the lines have already started and they're like, okay, make them go away. And it's much harder. So if you're younger and you've got, you know, you're starting to develop some creases and you can start putting a little bit of neurotoxin in much, much lower doses. So it's much less expensive. Um, you can actually, it's just preventative medicine for static lines. And um, there's so many questions. So what about people that look really frozen or fake after injections? What's your thought on that? So that's really injector dependent and sometimes even what the client really wants. So Mm -hmm. what's beautiful about if you've got an injector that's just open to communication and just, um, okay, what do you want to look like? What do you want it to look? Um, do you want to, do you want the frozen look? Because I definitely have people that say, make every line go away. Um, but as an injector myself, I ask the person, what look are you going for? And if you're looking for a softer look, that's what you can achieve. If you've got an injector who can, who is not just about, okay, let's put a ton of units in you. Let's take the the units, the dosage way down and give you the look that you want. So it's very easy to look, I guess, natural, um, look like yourself with much lower doses. So it's really about finding that injector that will do that. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. That will do that for you. So, um, when we're looking at this, you talked about, you know, oh, uh, you talked about a little bit about how long the treatment would last. So how long do these treatments last? Generally about three to four months. And it's really hard to give like it's going to last this long um, because everybody is such an individual, you know, in your own practice, what what works for one person isn't going to work for the next person. And that's why there's four neurotoxins or neuromodulators. And I use all four of them because everybody is going to get a different look with each neuromodulator and it's going to last a certain amount of time for them. And it's, it's super variable because in the end it is medicine and how your body responds to that is very different. So we know for a period of time we put a molecule into the muscle of your skin to, and it basically that protein cleaves to um, the receptor site on the muscle. It binds to it. And so basically all is it, all it's doing is, is blocking the neuro, the communication between your nerve and muscle. That's all it's doing. So this protein is hanging out on this receptor site for about three months. However, us individual humans, based on our own metabolism and not our our weight metabolism, but our metabolism in which um, it it's finding dysfunction. So, say mine is super fast, and I'm constantly looking for dysfunction, and then all of a sudden, I I look and see this receptor site on this muscle not working. I'm going to slough that away and make a new one. Um, so, what that means is for me, it lasted. It only lasted maybe a couple months. Whereas somebody else, their their metabolism might be a little bit slower. And it may take three to four months for that receptor site to slough away. Um, and then we take individual circumstance, um, people who go through surgery, people that go undergo a tremendous amount of stress, develop a sleep disorder, 
um, change from premenopause to postmenopause, your metabolism shifts again. So there's if there's such a variable with it, then if you can understand it's your body making you it last a certain amount of time, um, that takes the stress off of my injector did something wrong. It's just okay. Let's shift it up, maybe updose a little, or shift over to a different neuromodulator. But a quick answer is it's going to be around three to four months. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. In a high metabolizer, do you have any reason why somebody is metabolizing off so quickly? Um, if sometimes it's just because they're weightlifters or they're in the gym for two hours every morning. Um, sometimes it's just because they're men. My men tend to be heavy metabolizers. They need a higher dose and don't last quite a three-month mark. Um, in the beginning until we really relax those muscles. Um, so those are two of the biggest reasons. And sometimes you look at somebody and they're tall and super thin and they say, I've never had to diet a day in my life. It's because their metabolisms are super high. So those are the three biggies. Okay. That's, and then um, I've seen a lot of places offering injections all across the board. Um and some of them, and I could be wrong on this, but they don't appear to be offered by an MD, a nurse, a surgeon. What's your take on that? I, I think that for many years um, in, in the medical spa business, estheticians who worked side by side with their medical directors um, were given the opportunity to learn from their medical directors. So I think for so many years, because gosh, um, the med spa business has been going for over 15 years now, Mm -hmm. um, maybe even 20 now. Um, it, there was kind of very little regulation with it. And as long as the doctor was okay, training this esthetician and, um, covering them with their license, um, it was okay. Unfortunately, I think that has kind of spiraled into more and more estheticians just kind of picking up and doing it. And um, I I don't know, you know, I don't want to judge any esthetician out there because some of them have been injecting longer than me. Um, But in some instances, when when it's not done correctly, um, it can be a little unsafe for sure. Um, I think um, for a medical professional, a doctor or a nurse to be injecting um, that knows anatomy and knows the medicine and knows how to respond to a problem um, is kind of important. Um, but I can't judge what other, you know, what physicians that cover estheticians out there, I can't judge them because I don't know who they are. Um, but I definitely, when I tell people, you know, who are from other areas, when they're seeking out nurse injectors, just make sure everything, um, you know, either a nurse, a physician, um, that they're, um, covered under that physician as a medical director, um, is pretty much the way to go for sure. Um, if, you know, if you go to an esthetician and they can't tell you who their medical director is and there's a standalone practice, you might want to ask a lot more questions. Um, I just, for me and my practice, I feel like a medical professional is, is kind of vital, especially when we're talking about doing other treatments versus just Botox. When you're talking about dermal fillers and Nova threads and the whole other aesthetic realm, um, you kind of want to 
be working with a medical professional, in my opinion. Our derma, just our derma fillers, they are not Botox. So there's a differentiation there too. Can you also explain that? Yes. So Botox is to relax your muscles. So if you frown and you're, you're making two creases between your brows, um, you want to relax that situation with Botox. When you put a derma filler in your skin, it is to revolumize the volume that you've lost over over time. So as we age, we lose volume f- first in our temples, then in our tear troughs, and then kind of that bony prominence. We just begin to lose volume for various reasons. Um, we lose collagen, we lose elastin, we lose bony structure. Um, our muscles are thinner. So there's very many reasons that we lose volume as we age. So dermal fillers, the original intent was to go in and replace the volume that you've lost. So fill in lines, replace the volume for the bony tissue under the cheek to kind of bring that back up. So those are very different than Botox. There's neurotoxin or Botox, there are dermal fillers, and then there are threads that actually lift tissue. That's kind of the triad of the injectable business. And what are threads? I mean, so, the, so you, so you uh, I mean, can you explain <laughs> how this works? Because it's really interesting to see. <laughs> it's slightly PDO <laughs> threads are actually my most favorite things. Um, polydioxinone is the substance, a material, very natural material that have, has been used in surgery for over a decade, FDA approved. Um, it's just a suture that, that brings tissue back together. So um, the creators of of threads were so ingenious in using that substance that is very well known to the body um, and creating a thread uh, that the size of a hair um, and putting these little microfilaments on it that kind of nestle into connective tissue. So you can do one insertion point, put in with a cannula, which is a blunt needle, just easily thread through the tissue um, into the deep derma subcutaneous area um, where then you take the the cannula out, the thread stays in and those little microfilaments just kind of nestle in and you can massage the skin out and it literally lifts your tissue. Um, So when people talk about, I want to look natural, it's hard to lift and make the jowls go away with that much dermal filler. Now I can really create a, a very natural look by putting the appropriate amount of filler in and then lifting your tissue, which is beautiful. It's a, a really easy procedure that can be done in the office um, to actually make this ha- this situation where people are like, oh my gosh, my jowls, mm-hmm. it can really lift it. Um, so those have been such an exciting part of my practice the last two and a half years. Um, so now I can make a pretty cheek, I can relax your muscles and I can lift your skin. So it's kind of a really beautiful thing that we can do. And that way you can look more like yourself because everybody wants their skin back up to where they used to be. That's a natural look. And I mean, this is replacing facelifts, I'm assuming. I wouldn't say replacing. I would say it's adjunctive. Um, Some people, no matter what, they have a lot of skin. Um, Mm. And if they've waited a very long time and they haven't done preventative treatments and they're 55 years old and haven't done a thing and their skin's kind of hanging down, they definitely, if, if you want to rejuvenate, some people need surgery if they're willing to go through it. Um, but there's 
I would say 85% of my population, maybe 90% that refuse to ever have surgery. And mm -hmm. so, yes, these definitely are, are a beautiful way to lift tissue like a, uh, like a, a facelift would be, but definitely not the same results. A facelift, you're going to really lift that tissue and that skin's going to go away. Um, this is a softer look, but definitely very, um, um, very much. They, they work beautifully. And if you want a better treatment, you just put more threads in. <laughs> and you can put them in whenever, whenever and wherever you want. You don't have to wait a certain amount of time. Oh, okay. Which is nice. So some of the treatments you have to wait a certain amount of time in between. And then in, in threading is just, you can do whenever. Yeah. Oh, I mean, for some people, they can't, I mean, their budget is, can't afford a full, like let's full face. Um, so you can put a couple in and see if you back in two or three months, we can put a couple more in a different area. Um, so they're really nice because you can just put them in um, when you're feeling like you need a little bit of a lift versus, okay, I'm going to do this big treatment. It's this much money. I'm going to do this. And then I won't do anything for a year or two. Um, I like it when people break this up a little bit, plus it, it gives that perception that you're not changing your look dramatically all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is a, a just a, as I don't know, and softer way to do it. And what are any of the side effects of, of threading or fillers or, or, you know, Botox, are there any concerns or side effects with, with any of these treatments? Side effects. So. Absolutely. Every, every, all medical procedures, there's a potential for problems, right? Um, with, with neurotoxin or neuromodulator, um, you can definitely have a look you don't like. Um, we talked in the beginning about potentially having a brow that you don't like, your brows way up high, um, or drooping brows, or, um, um, just basically a frozen look or too soft a look or you don't get, make the lines go away. So there are definitely side effects for sure. Um, as far as the look you want, you just have to have a great relationship with your injector. Um, so often it is literally a millimeter to the right and down that it's going to bring a brow up or bring down a brow down. So sometimes it's just situational um, that your brow doesn't look right. It's very important. I always treat my clients when I see them. I do a lower dose in the very beginning, see you back at two weeks. If your injector isn't seeing you back at two weeks, then you're not able to um, perfect the look and perfect the treatment. Um, so that's that's how you get the look you want, is you make sure you have someone that's going to work with you, listen to what kind of look you want, and perfect you at two weeks. Because no matter what, sometimes I've injected or I've had myself injected and my brows come up a little bit. So I need to put a few more drops in just to perfect that look. Or sometimes they get a little heavy. So I put a few drops in to, to bring them back up. So that's the best way to mitigate a side effect is have an injector that's willing to do that. Um, and that you have a great relationship with that you can walk in and go, oh, dude, my brows way up high. And then usually I say, yep, it sure is. Let's fix it. So that's number one. Um, side effects as far as, um, potential for, you know, there's so many side effects that can happen with Botox. You can have a headache, you can get nauseated, you can, um, have a long list of things. Um, it's very, very rare in less than 1% of my population. Do I see that kind of side effect? Um, and a lot of times I can shift just over to a different neuromodulator and, 
and mitigate that problem. That's where dermal fillers are when you really want a medical professional. You want someone who knows what they're doing. Uh, the biggest one is is getting the look you want, not over injecting. Uh, you know, looking different than what you wanted to look, and you can you can cause some you can have some inflammatory problems. You can have where you can inject into a blood vessel and have um, vascular compromise. So it can go all the way to that's a bad big bad situation. Mm-hmm. Um, all of us injectors, uh, we are very well trained and we are constantly updating our training. So there's lots of safe ways to inject dermal filler. Um, one of the ways I, I started doing it um, over um, when I started injecting was over 10 years ago. About nine years ago, I learned to use a microcannula, which is basically a cannula, blunt tip. So it can go over and under a blood vessel um, much more safely than a needle can. So I keep that that risk of vascular occlusion um, down significantly by using a cannula. Um, so that's one way to mitigate that risk. Um, so really, you want to have long conversations with your injector. You want to basically interview them before you have them um, inject your face. You want to know all these things. Okay, what are you using? How do you, what are you going to do if we have a problem? Um, you can get a lot of information if you're doing that. Um, and then Nova Threads risk. Uh, definitely, um, they, they are more of a medical procedure. Um, PDO has been around for about five years. I use Nova Threads. Um, it's a company that came soon after um, Silhouette threads. The silhouette were the first um, threads to market, um, but they were a little more expensive, a little bit more um, aggressive. So uh, Nova Threads came to market five years ago. I've been using them for two and a half. And you definitely need to um, have a gentle touch. You have to know what you're doing with them. Um, you can cause some bleeding, um, some bruising. Um, they hurt for a little bit if you're um, if you aren't gentle enough, you can get into muscles. So there's lots of things that can happen. They're, um, they're rare when you've got an injector that knows how to inject them safely. Um, so those are, I think, um, when I'm using the most of my skill is when I'm putting in the Nova threads because you wanna just, you wanna have a perfect technique and be super cautious with your patients. And no matter what uh, dermal filler or Nova threads, you're gonna have to deal with a little bruising, a little swelling. Um, Nova threads hurt for a few days afterwards because there's something sitting in your face and your body's having an immune response um, going, okay, we need to kick this out. What's going on? Um, and that hurts a little bit when you have inflammation on any, any injury um, in your body. Um, so those are some things that you need to think about before you're doing treatments. Yeah, I can hear a lot of the folks out there like, well, I don't ever want to do anything related to Botox, but a derma filler, for example, would be, it's, it's very close to your, um, anything that you make like hyaluronic acid, for example, Mm -hmm. correct? Oh yeah. So, yes. So those are all compounds or, and I don't know if I'm correct or not in saying this, are derma fillers, all things that your body makes, is that correct? Or is that incorrect? Um, dermal fillers are everything that you already have in your own body. Okay. So the majority of the dermal fillers are hyaluronic acid. Yeah, there it um, is. 
right? And we have a lot of hyaluronic acid in our skin and our body. So we don't create an allergic response to that. Um, 99.9% of the population can use a dermafiller very safely. Um, so that's number one. And then calcium hydroxyapatite is, is a standalone filler radius. And we have calcium in our own skin. Um, so it's very similar to um, to that substance. So they're very, very safe. They're very natural. There's no other fillers there. Every dermal filler is not, um, different because it, it's got other things in there to make it better or make it last longer. They're all just pure HA bound together, cross-linked or, or, um, linked differently together to give you a different look. All of them have a different molecule size. So you can use very fine ones for the lips and bigger ones for the cheeks. So they're just created differently to um, go in different areas. So all of them um, are the same substance, which is very, very like your own tissue, um, except for radius, which is calcium, which again, your body isn't going to respond negatively to. Um, and then the PDO suture, um, the polydioxanone, is a substance that literally just dissolves in your skin and builds collagen. So it's actually really healthy. After I've done a treatment six months later, um, um, six, six months later, people will come in and um, their skin tissue even looks better because you've built all that collagen. Um, so those are, I mean, everything that we use, even Botox, if they want to stay away from Botox, it's literally not a toxin. It is the, it's the protein derived from that bacteria. Much like if we were to make an antibiotic, they go in and take a, a protein out of um, that bacteria, purify that, and that becomes an antibiotic. So I'm not injecting toxin into people. I'm injecting a, a purified protein into people. And the cleanest way to do that is through Xeomin. But all of them, even if I I put Botox in you, those accessory proteins aren't going to hurt you in any way. Um, they've been used and utilized and studied for uh, over 20 years. So there's lots of science um, to tell us how safe they are. Um, but some people still want to just want to stay away from those products. Um, so I've got plenty of people that only do Botox. I have plenty of people that only do fillers. And then those people that just do um, threads because they want to just maintain their look age gracefully, but lift their tissue. So you can, you can tailor a look that you want so easily nowadays. Awesome. Where can people find you if they want to get in touch with you? I'm in Fort Collins. I work downtown. I have a studio called Boho Studios, uh, right off of Jefferson street. And my website is bohostudios.org and you can, it, the first button is book now. So all you have to do is go to my website and click on book now and um, you can schedule a consultation. I do all consultations free. Um, so you can come in and just check me out, check my studio out. Um, I like people no matter what to be matched with the right injector. So sometimes I'm not the right injector for you, right? So I like that face-to-face -face communication before before I treat you. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate You're it. welcome. Thank you. Uh-huh. Nice meeting you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed learning with us today, please give us a five-star review, comment, like, and share our podcast with your friends and family. As always, 
If you'd like to learn more information about today's guest, please head over to fearlesshealthpodcast.com for links to their site and other educational resources.